This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Anderko, where the saints show us how it's done. And sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Julie tells their stories to help you find hope, inspiration, and direction to show how the saints discovered and accomplished God's mission for their lives. Saints and animals, they had experiences and relationships with animals. Yes, the saints did, like we do, but some of these are kind of amazing. There's, there's so many that I'm going to do two shows because it takes that long to get a few of them covered. So this is part one, and we're going to start with uh, Don Bosco, Saint Don Bosco and his dog Grigio. To set the stage, it was the Industrial Revolution and Don Bosco had a heart for the delinquents, the boys, and he would set up oratories where they could, they could learn how to be real men and, and to grow up with morals. And, and they were just, you know, most of them were just off the street or abandoned. The Industrial Revolution did its share to really break up the family. I'm not going to get into all that, but it caused a lot of problems and breakups with the family. Um, because of economics and the way things were changing. And there were, as a result, all these boys that needed direction and a place. And Don Bosco was so loved. Anyway, there were people that really didn't like him. And they saw his oratories and his boys. He saw, they saw this as a, as a threat, as something they didn't want in their neighborhood or whatever. And the money he would raise, it caused problems. He just had some people who had it in for him. And this is where the dog Grigio comes in. Now let me describe Grigio. He was big and he was gray. So, you know, looked like a gray wolf, but we think he was a dog. So Don Bosco in his memoirs just wrote, it's, I printed it up, it was like two pages. He just clarifies everything with Grigio because people were fascinated about this dog. So what would happen? When Don Bosco was going to go somewhere and there was going to be trouble, like, like people who wanted to murder him waiting for him or to beat him up or to do some big damage to him. And he was fearless. He went off on his own to, to where he needed to be and where he needed to go. Um, when this would happen and he might not even know it was going to happen or that they were laying in wait, this big dog would just appear and he would take care of matters he would protect Don Bosco and he was just loyal and he was there when he needed him. Interesting thing, Don Bosco tried very hard to find the owner. He said he never could find Grigio's owner. I'm not sure how he got the name, but he could never find Grigio's owner. But Grigio was very devoted to Don Bosco and he wasn't with him all the time. Really, he was with him more when he needed him, like when Don Bosco was gonna need some protection. So there's one story that Don Bosco tells us about Grigio. He goes out, uh, there, there's a, an errand he needs to run and it's outside of town, it's out in the country and he goes to these people's house and they've got dogs. 
So like they're worried, oh, there's going to be a dogfight or something like that. So just to prevent a problem, Grigio comes with Don Bosco because it was risky coming in. Okay. And so he arrives with Don Bosco. And so they put um, Grigio in a room and they close the door to separate him from their dogs. Okay. And then when the visit is over and they go to get, let Grigio out, he's just not there. Now they can't really explain it. Did someone open the door and not say, or did they get, something could happen to let him out, but he just isn't there. And that was always a mystery that was not solved. The other thing is that Grigio, to Don Bosco's knowledge, never ate food in front of him. Never ate food in front of him. So he, he was a big dog. He showed up when he needed him and he seemed to disappear once and he never saw him eat and he could never ever find his owner so don bosco is just setting the setting the record straight he didn't make any pronouncements about who grigio was or what grigio was people have have deduced which could be that grigio really was like a guardian angel or maybe Grigio was a real dog that God just used when Don Bosco needed him. We don't know the whole story, but Grigio was faithful. He was real. Don Bosco's testimony tells him everything that I just told you. And that is a beautiful story. One story with the saints. There's so many. There's another one. This is, uh, has to do with animals, and these animals are fish this time. And this is St. Anthony of Padua. And St. Anthony of Padua was a magnificent preacher. Uh, he didn't know that he, I mean, nobody knew he was a preacher until there was kind of a, a mix-up one time when the, the preaching order, the Dominicans, uh, someone didn't show up for some big thing. And so at the, at the last minute they tell Anthony you need to preach because we have no preacher signed up and people are just like their jaws drop like he has an anointing he has a gift with preaching and so he goes to this town to preach and the um, authorities in the town told everyone you can't listen to him you have to ignore him because the town was it was um taken over by heresy. They had fallen away from the Catholic Church. So this was a threat to have Anthony coming through. And this was the city of Rumini at the time considered a hotbed of heresy. So Anthony pondered this like, what am I going to do? You know, and it's almost like uh, a prophet who is compelled by, by the Lord, the burning in his heart. I must say these things. So he goes to the river and he speaks to the fish. And this is what he says. You fish out of the river and sea. So this was um, where, the, where the river flows into the Adriatic Sea. You fish of the river and the sea, listen to the word of God because the heretics do not wish to hear it. And then the fish came to the surface and they kept their heads up. They were trying to listen and he preached to the fish. It was, that's just a beautiful story. And, it, it makes me think of something. Okay, so with Adam and Eve, we have the fall and the loss of preternatural gifts. And with that loss of those gifts, which are not supernatural, they were the gifts of Adam and Eve as human beings. 
And within this, it made them able to commune with nature. You know, they were very much a part of nature. The, the Lord had given them dominion and there was this beautiful relationship, you know, like Adam named the animals, uh, they could communicate. And so sometimes when it comes to saints, we'll see something like this. It'll give us a glimpse of what it was like a little bit before the fall. You know, when a saint can command the, the, the elements or weather or can communicate with the animals. It's kind of a, it, it makes us remember what we lost and what will be restored to us and then some when we, when we get to heaven. The next saint story has to do with a man named Saint Hubert. He was a seventh century nobleman and he was a Christian and he had lost his wife. She died giving birth to their son, but he had the son and he lost the wife and he was a Christian. But like many of us, he kind of fell away from the faith. Who knows why? Maybe he was not happy because he didn't have a wife. You know, when we're making it through this life and the spiritual life, if we're having, uh, you know, issues or whatever, a husband might say, well, you know, you need to go to church. It's nice if you have a husband or wife helping you get to heaven. Well, he didn't have that. His wife was gone and he just kind of slipped away into lukewarmness, which is a problem today. So he wasn't going to church like he should be. He was, you know, what, what the Protestants would call a backslider. Anyway, so he goes hunting and he loved to hunt. So he kind of threw himself into hunting and this stag with large antlers turns towards him. I should mention it's good Friday and he's not in church. He's out hunting. The stag turns towards him. And what is hanging between the stag's antlers? You know, he, he draws his bow, he's gonna shoot it. And when it turns, he sees the cross with Jesus on it, the crucifix hanging there. It's Good Friday. And so of course, he doesn't take the shot and he gets himself reconciled with the church and becomes very faithful to have that experience. Now there's more to his story though, because there's something to do with some dogs. So stay with me. So he becomes a bishop and he's a good bishop. And his son actually grows up to become a bishop too. So something beautiful starts and he, he, um, so anyway, there's a monastery that he establishes. He establishes several monasteries. And of course, you know, monasteries have to have a way of supporting themselves. And this was one way he is instrumental in raising dogs. And it's the, the roots of the bloodhound. These are dogs for law enforcement because they've got great noses and also for hunting. So he raises these dogs and it's part of how he supports uh, the, the monastery and it's where we get the bloodhound from. Is that too interesting? So this is the relationship that St. Hubert had with a stag that he was gonna shoot and didn't and with the bloodhound. All you angels and saints pray for us. You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with author and speaker, Julie Underko. For more about Julie, visit her website at catholicfinishstrong.com and follow her YouTube channel, Catholic Saints on Mission. 
You can find previous episodes of Your Next Mission from God on the free Hail Mary Media app or your favorite podcast platform. Your Next Mission from God is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.